Hey everybody, welcome to the podcast. I know it's been a really long time and I almost want to open the podcast with guess who's back, back again, Pi is back, tell a friend. So <laughs> um, I know it's been, like I said, forever and I could get into all the excuses about life and all that stuff going on that we all have in our lives, but really they are excuses. There's, you know, time... The time that you have in the day is what you make of it. So I am making a more concentrated effort to bring Pi back and start off, not really start fresh, but sort of get rolling again. I know I kind of started season three and that kind of got left in the dust (laughs) because other things came up. So I don't know if I wanted to jump back into season three and continue on or start with season four, but it seems kind of ridiculous to have a season with just a couple episodes. So we're going to continue on with season three. So welcome back to Pi season three, part two, you know, take two, spring premiere, whatever you want to say for how those episodes work. I mean, there's a lot of series like that where they have like a fall premiere and a spring premiere and everything like that, right? So this is spring premiere season three of the Pi cast. I am in my new studio. I've got it pretty much all set up down here. I'm starting to work on my awesome conspiracy board, which is basically a cork board with some good old-fashioned red yarn. And I'm going to have listings of all the um, show episodes and everything as it goes along and kind of just build off of it, which I think is kind of, kind of a fun, cool idea to do for it. And yeah, so we're going we're gonna to see how things go on this season. So this episode is on the BC feet, <laughs> is what I'm calling it. And if you don't know what the BC feet are... It's kind of a really weird thing. Um, They're also known as the Salish Sea Human Fit, Human Foot Discoveries, Human Foot, Foot. God, man, words are like super hard. (laughs) Let's say the Salish Sea Human Foot Discoveries. And they're basically feet that would wash up on the shore in British Columbia, some in uh, Washington in the US, but mostly in BC, Canada, which is where I'm from. Not BC, but Canada anyways. And they are detached feet sort of usually detached at the ankle and they wash up on shore in a shoe and that's all there is of the person that that they've all been finding really um so they date back to starting in august 2007 and since then at least 20 feet have been found on the coast between bc um and washington sort of that whole area around in there and the first discovery was in August 2007, and it was on Jedediah Island in British Columbia. So there's been a lot of, I guess, talk and conspiracy and sort of wondering over the years of what what these are, like over the past 12 years of where these feet are coming from, why are they washing up on shore, why is there usually just one, and what is the whole story behind them. In 2017, a Canadian coroner had actually suggested that the feet came possibly from accidents or suicides and had ruled out any sort of foul play, um, basically saying that the feet had likely detached during decomp. So if someone had had an accident or killed themselves and sort of jumped into the ocean, I guess, or the body was floating around that where the ankle detached from the body is sort of like a weak spot. And that would cause the foot to sort of detach. And usually the people still have their shoes on. So that's why the feet would wash ashore. But the weird thing is, I don't think an ankle is any more 
easy to detach than like a wrist or something so why is there not hands washing up unless it's because like the shoes are sort of you know the heavy part that kind of makes it wash up I don't know it seems it seems weird to me and it also seems weird that how could you rule out foul play when you don't even have a whole body I mean it's really hard to tell from a foot if the person was shot in the head or if they were stabbed through the heart or probably even poison because you're not going to have a lot of blood and tissue samples to work with because they're usually pretty decomposed and you know they've been floating around in the ocean for who knows how long so like i'd said the feet usually they're usually found still wearing their sneakers and the sneakers are sort of like a protective case on them and the weird thing is they're usually wearing sneakers they're not like cowboy boots or ballet shoes or high heels i mean i guess maybe like high heels or ballet flats you know those kind of things your foot would fall out or the shoe would come off but you think with like cowboy boots you know there's it's a bigger boot it's more protective or work boots or some other kind of shoe but no they're usually found in sneakers (laughs) and I guess it's because they're kind of like a protective case for them so it keeps them safe from decomp so they're sort of you know in this little bubble and it basically causes them to stay safe in the water and eventually float ashore because they're more buoyant and it just kind of is heavier so it would eventually wash ashore I guess I don't know it's weird that it is just sneakers (laughs) so the feet actually go back well like I said they started in 2007 which is sort of like the modern day instance of them but there was actually a reported case from 1887 that had a leg in a boot was found on Vancouver Beach in the same area in BC and that is sort of you know like I was saying maybe like the boot like why is there no boots but this is actually a whole leg so you can't really categorize that with the feet I would think because I mean it being attached to leg these are just feet these are random feet washing up on shore like can you imagine you're on vacation or just going down to the beach for the day and just taking a nice stroll along the sand and enjoying the waves and you see a shoe and you're like oh maybe there's just a random you know shoe on the beach maybe someone left it behind or something because you usually find random shoes I mean that's the thing that you find on highways and stuff and you're gonna look at it nope there is a foot inside I mean it's not like a hermit crab living in a shoe it's a foot I would kind of be like a little bit uh skeeved out by, by that basically weirded out that hey there's a foot in a shoe on the beach when I'm trying to enjoy myself so other than 1887, they, these modern day ones basically started in 2007. The most recent one was actually found in February of this year, 2019. So it's sort of still ongoing. It's this weird thing that's been going on for at least 12 years. Who knows how much longer? Who knows how much longer it's going to go on? The, the series of these feet um, is usually called like astounding or beyond explanation by the newspapers and everything. And it kind of seems like it is how are these feet getting there why is there no other body parts why is it no heads or hands or torsos showing up on the beaches some people do think that these feet uh like previously said have been part of people who had been in accidents so maybe like a boating accident they fell overboard they drowned they you know may have hit their heads or something and basically got lost in the water it could have been from a plane crash there's been you know plane crashes in the ocean so maybe they're just feet from people who died in the plane crash and the rest of them aren't washing up 
there is sort of one explanation for some of the feet is that there was a plane crash near Quadra Island in 2005 and those bodies had not been recovered but one of the feet had been determined to be from a female one of the ones was actually washed up as well so maybe that's sort of part of them but that's not all that's not all of the feet that's not and that's not 20 something feet that have washed up over the years and the other part that people seem to think that it could be from is the recent tsunamis so there was the asian tsunami in um when was that december 26 2004 and there is one richmond-based writer shane lambert or lambert <laughs> who had said that maybe god computer making noises he had said that maybe the shoes were were from people in the tsunami because most of the ones that had washed up had been manufactured or sold in 2004 or earlier so with them being found in 2000, 2007 and later they're like you from people who died you know before then the tsunami was in 2004 maybe it kind of the shoes went with the ocean currents and across the pacific ocean the way it kind of goes around Northwood and, you know, the whole ocean currents across. So you go from Asia across the Pacific to BC, which is on the west coast of Canada. Maybe that's where some of them have come from. There, you know, was thousands of people that were missing in the tsunami. So they may not be that easy to be identified. And people probably don't think that their feet are washing up on another continent across the ocean. The, the one thing that sort of, I guess, complicates things is because of the ocean currents that they could be going those long distances. So they could be making it across the ocean. It's really, I guess, um, unpredictable, the currents that are in the Strait of Georgia, where they come from. So they could end up, you know, thousands of miles away. And under optimal conditions, a human body may remain intact in water for as long as three decades. So the feet could actually be from people that maybe fell in or had accidents or died many decades earlier. So it's really hard to determine where they're coming from. And if you don't have a list of like missing persons or people that are, you know, are known to have died or whatever in the ocean to kind of compare them against, how are you going to figure out where, where the feet are from? (laughs) Basically, like it's, how would you go about determining where these feet are from? So I know that one of them for sure was identified as belonging to a man who had committed suicide. That was, I guess, they knew he'd jumped into the ocean and had that they verified it. And at least a couple more were identified um, from other people that committed suicide, specifically a woman who was known to have jumped from a bridge in New Westminster, BC in 2004. So they're maybe suggesting that other ones possibly came from the same area i mean if it's the same sort of area and they know for sure that that's one of them then maybe that's a reason behind it i guess so i'm gonna go through sort of the the list of them that have been discovered so far and like i said this is still ongoing so you know as as recent as a couple months ago there was another one found which is kind of ridiculous to me that there's so much feet. I mean, I thought it'd be a kind of a good one to get back into podcasts with feet. <laughs> BC feet is a good Canadian mystery. So let's go through the list of the feet that have been found. So starting in August of 2007, August 20th specifically, on Jedediah Island in BC in British Columbia, a girl was visiting from Washington 
and had picked up a size 12 Adidas shoe and opened the sock and she found a foot. <laughs> she found a foot in the beach. Like I had said, imagine walking along the beach and finding a friggin' foot in a shoe. Um, so it's thought to have come from someone who had been submerged due to decay and the shoe was produced in 2003 and distributed mainly in India. So maybe it washed across the ocean and came from, from India. But the remains did actually be identified as a man who had been missing and suffering from depression. So it's very likely that he killed himself and his body got washed away in the ocean somewhere and somehow his foot became detached from his body and just one of them floated up on the beach in BC. And then again, August 26, 2007, so six days later on Gabriola Island in BC, it's always on these islands on the coast, which I find is kind of strange, but they're feet islands. <laughs> so on Gabriola Island, a man's right foot was discovered by a couple. They figured that it had also, you know, come detached due to, due to decay. It was waterlogged and it appeared to have been taken ashore by an animal. And it probably floated ashore from the south. The shoe was a size 12 white Reebok, was produced in 2004 and sold worldwide, but primarily in North America. And the type of shoe had since been discontinued. So that one hadn't really been discovered who it was, but that one likely came from North America. And again, it was a fairly large man's shoe. <laughs> in February, February 8th, 2008, there on Valdez Island in BC, a right foot in a size 11 Nike, they're always large men's feet, it seems, in a size 11 Nike shoe, there was a, a right foot was discovered. The remains were identified as a 21-year-old Surrey man who had been reported missing four years prior. So Surrey, again, is in BC. His death is considered not suspicious, indicating that he may have committed suicide. So there's another one where they did actually identify who it was, and it was likely from suicide. So there you go. Some of them have been identified. Most of the ones that seem to be identified are from suicide. So people are you know, killing themselves, jumping into the ocean and somehow losing their feet afterwards. <laughs> From there, on May 22nd in 2008, on Kirkland Island in BC, a woman's right foot in a blue and white New Balance sneaker was discovered. So this time it was actually a woman's foot. This was the fourth foot to be discovered on the island on the Fraser Delta between Richmond and Delta BC. It was also wearing a sock and a sneaker. So usually it's shoes and a sock on top of the foot so maybe it's like the sock is extra protection <laughs> it keeps them in inside the shoe as the shoe floats through the ocean um this shoe is a new balance sneaker i don't know why it's important to see what kind of sneakers they are there's been you know an adidas a reebok a nike and now a new balance shoe <laughs> but it was actually manufactured in 1999 so again several years before in 2011, the fourth sneaker found was identified as being a pair of Nike balance shoes belonging to a woman who jumped from the Westminster Bridge in 2004. So the woman jumped to her death, unfortunately, in 2004 and floated around for four years until her foot washed up on a beach. Just one foot, not the other one. In June of the same year, June 16th, 2008, on West Ham Island, a man's left foot was found by two hikers floating in water in the delta. It had been confirmed that the left foot and the right foot found on February 8th were belonged to the same man. So that kind of grows 
rid of my theory that why is the other foot never found but these were found in different places at different times so that is kind of again <laughs> kind of weird that you know he found one shoe with a foot in it in February and one in June different places likely from the same man so in August that year August 1st 2008 near Pisht Washington, P-Y-S-H-T, which is weird because then another, it's the first one in Washington that was found, Washington, United States. A right foot inside a man's black size 11 shoe was found on a beach by a camper. It was covered in seaweed. The site of the discovery was less than 16 kilometers away from the international border in the Strait of Juan de Fuca. <laughs> Confirmed that the foot was human. And police say that a large black top size 11 athletic shoe for a right foot contains that contained the bones and flesh of a man. This is the first foot in the series to be found outside BC and that there was a collaboration between the RCMP and the Callum County Sheriff Department and they agreed on August foot that the August 5th that the foot could have been carried south from Canadian waters. So they kind of figured that it probably was supposed to wash up on the beach in BC but sort of just kept moving along down the, down the coast, kept floating along, followed the current, and ended up washing up in BC. So it was not really, you know, it was kind of like an international thing, I guess, with the two, Canada and the US, having to coordinate with the foot that had been washed up. And then we move on to November 11th, 2008. And this was in Richmond, BC. A known woman's left foot in a shoe was found floating around in the Fraser River in Richmond. The shoe was described as a small, new balance running shoe, possibly a woman's shoe. Forensic DNA profiling analysis indicated that it was a genetic match to the foot that was discovered on May 22nd on Kirkland Island. So again, we have a matching pair this time. It's almost like, what was that, like uh, one of those matching memory games, you know, where you flip it over and you try and find like the matching cards. This is finding the matching feet and shoes. This is a sick way to describe this. That's the problem with podcasts. I, I'm picking these weird conspiracies that are a little bit darker, but I kind of have a fun way of looking at things. So I'm kind of relating it to a match game of matching. Match the feet. <laughs> sorry if you are offended. Sorry, not sorry. So another one was actually found in Richmond, BC, October 27, 2009. This was a right foot in a size eight and a half Nike running shoe and was found on the beach. And the remains were identified as Vancouver area man who had been reported missing in January 2008. So this one only floated around for about a year, unlike some of the other ones that had floated around for four years. So that's a little bit sad. Well, not sad, but it, it wasn't in the water very long. It didn't have a very good adventure along the way. It only had an adventure of about a year. The, the next one was found the following year. So there's only one shoe found, one shoe foot found in 2009. So the next one was found on August 27, 2010 on Whitby Island in Washington. Uh, a woman, a small woman's or a child's right foot was found without a shoe or a sock, which is weird. The foot was determined to have been in the water for two months. Detective is from the Island County Sheriff's Office released a statement saying the foot would be tested for DNA. However, there's no match in the national DNA database. So that one is still unsolved. In December of 2010 in Tacoma, Washington, there was a shoe found on the tidal flats. The right foot was still inside 
of a boy's size 6 Ozark Trail hiking boot and like he belonged to a juvenile or small adult. Police said that on, well they said on Tuesday, but what Tuesday? That's kind of relative. <laughs> they said that it had been found about 40 kilometers south of Seattle and 225 kilometers south of Vancouver. So again, maybe it is one that was supposed to wash up in BC, but just kind of carried on further south. And that is another one that was unidentified. So we are up to 10 feet that have been found so far. That is a lot of feet by themselves, but you know what? There's another 10 to come. <laughs> in August of 2011 in False Creek, BC, there was a foot was found in a men's white and blue size nine runner, no brand this time, and it was found floating next to the Plaza de Nations Marina attached to the lower leg bones. It had disarticulated naturally at the knee due to the water. So this was a lower leg that was found from the knee down with a foot and a shoe. And that's sort of all we know about that one. On November 4th in 2011 in Sassamat Lake, BC, a man's right foot was found inside a size 12 hiking boot and it was discovered by a group of campers in a pool of fresh water on Sassamat Lake near Port Moody. In January 2012, this foot was identified by the BC coroner's office of that of a local fisherman who went missing in 1987. Police believe the foot separated naturally from the body and did not suspect foul play. So that shoe was floating, was with the foot, <laughs> was floating around for a really long time. You think from 1987 to 2011, somehow it either, his body was down there for the whole time and the foot became detached fairly recently, or it had become detached when he died and sort of floated around for an excessively long time. And it's kind of surprising that there was still foot material, I guess, like that there was actually still flesh in the shoe and that it wasn't just like bones or something because that's kind of crazy. So on December 10th in 2011 in Lake Union, Seattle, Washington, a human leg bone and a foot in a black plastic bag had washed up under Ship Canal Bridge. As of January 2nd, 2012, the medical examiner had not found a cause of death or identified the body. I imagine it's really hard to find a cause of death from a foot or a leg. I mean, like I said earlier, you don't know if they're stabbed through the heart or shot in the head or, or you know, had their head crushed or something like that when you just have a foot. Like, how are you going to tell what the cause of death is from a foot? I, I kind of don't get it. So from there, we move on to January 26, 2012, Vancouver, BC. <laughs> on January 26, the remains of what appeared to be human bones inside of a boot were found in the sand along the waterline at a dog park near the Maritime Museum, which was at the foot of Ar Arbutus Street in Vancouver, which is kind of funny that it's at the foot of the street that, <laughs> that they found human foot bones inside a boot but they didn't really say that it was a foot they just said what appears to be human bones found inside of a boot so really it could have been a hand in that boot you don't know could have been some ribs who knows what was inside that boot so we actually skipped from 2012 to 2014 there's a little bit of lull in in the feet <laughs> and on may 6 2014 in seattle washington a human foot in a new balance shoe was found along the shoreline of Centennial Park near the Pier 86 Grain Terminal. The New Balance model shoe was white with blue trim and it was a men's 10 and a half. The model of shoe was first available for sale in 2008 and from initial news it appeared that it had been a left foot. So there was a newer one 
And again, it was only available for sale in 2008, so that's as only as old that one could have been. From there, we skip a year again and we jump forward to 2016. So this one was February 7, 2016 on Vancouver Island, BC. Hikers on Botanical Beach near Port Renfrew on Vancouver Island found a sock or found a foot in a sock in a running shoe. There's no other specifics on that one. And again, it's it's usually in socks, it seems, and found in the shoe. But they didn't see what kind of shoe, so I can't really keep track of the brands of shoes. But a few days later, on February 12th, on Vancouver Island again, near Port Renfrew again, BC coroners said that they found a new, sh- a new foot had washed up and it matches one found there five days earlier. So its pair, its match, had washed up a few days after that one. So at least that pair is together. So if you're keeping score, there is an, another pair of feet. God, I'm awful. <laughs> On December 8th, 2017, we almost made it a whole year without a foot, but one was found again on Vancouver Island. And this time the remains of a leg with a shoe attached washed up near the settlement of Jordan River on Vancouver Island. So almost almost made it all of 2017, but as a bonus, we got a leg with a shoe. Then we move on to March 6, 2018 in Gabriola Island again, shortly after noon. This one's very specific. Shortly after noon on Sunday, May 6, a man was walking along the shore of Gabriola Island and encountered a hiking boot with a human foot inside wedged into a log jam. So there you go again. Another shoe washes up, this time another hiking boot. Doesn't say, you know, specifically the brand of the hiking boot, but one was washed up. Was washed One was washed up again. And then we move on to September 2018 in West Vancouver, BC. A foot within a light gray Nike free free RN shoe on the shore near the 30th Street Bridge, or Beach, sorry, access point in West Vancouver. The shoe was a nine and a half, manufactured between February 1st and April 17th of 2017. So that one hadn't been, you know, around too long. And it was believed to have been worn by a male and had a blue sock. The victim is believed to have been under the age of 50. So someone under 50 wearing blue socks in Nike shoes somehow lost their foot. I wonder if any of these were like, just a foot but the person was still alive like i wonder if it was someone had a boating accident and they fell and the propeller cut off their foot and their foot washed away but they were still alive like i wonder if anyone is watching the news and they're like hey that's my foot that washed up on shore i mean i guess that probably would have been in one of the news stories um so the two that actually happened this year there was one january 1st on jetty island in everett washington a foot was found in a boot and it was later tied by DNA to someone who had been missing since 20, 2016. So that one was again fairly recent. Um, it wasn't someone who had been missing missing very long. And then we move on to the most recent one. So this one was February 10th or 11th. I mean the news story seemed to be a little bit Varying, but this one again was a human foot that had washed up on shore on West Vancouver Beach and it was in a Nike running shoe. And this one was discovered to belong to or suggested it was long belonged to a man under the age of fifty and it was a Nike free run free RN shoe. So that is the listing of all 
all of the feats that have washed up. Like I said, I thought it was kind of a weird one to do. I mean, it's a good unexplained mystery. I mean, you could say it was explained, right? Like, they're probably... Some of them are explained. Some of them are people that have killed themselves or probably had accidents. But, I mean, they probably didn't, all of them. And like I said, it's still unexplained because it's still ongoing. Where are these feet coming from? Why are they still washing up? If it was a tsunami, why is there not more feet that washed up from the tsunami? You think that there would be, like, quite a few feet that would wash up from, from a tsunami, more than just a couple. So, I don't know where they're coming from. We have expl- explanation for some of them, but not all of them. And yeah, if, if you want to know more about the BC feet, I suggest giving it a good old-fashioned Google because there is a lot of news stories on it and it's kind of a weird thing. Um, that's one that I wanted to do for podcasts because I thought it'd be kind of good to, to be my welcome back show on BC feet, on random feet washing up on the shores of good old British Columbia in Canada. So hopefully you enjoyed this and stuck around for the whole show. Um, and like I said, I'm kind of getting back into bringing podcasts back and I want to do more weird, mysterious things, not just necessarily just paranormal, just other weird things like this, unexplained conspiracy type things, maybe some more true crime, just a little bit of everything, things that I find interesting and things that I find on the internet. So you can find me personally, Mandy Cherry Cyanide, on Twitter and Instagram at Cherry Cyanide with two N's. The extra N is for extra awesome. Check out everything on littlegeekloss.com. And that's sort of the main hub for all my stuff. It's my blog. It's my main podcast, Little Geek Loss. It's everything that's going on there. And hit me up on social media if you have any suggestions for podcasts, any weird conspiracies or paranormal or just weird things you found that you think I should talk about or that you want to come on to talk about with me because I'm always open to that as well. So hopefully you enjoyed this and stick around for more of them coming soon.